and welcome to this week's Shoot the Moon podcast, uh, broadcasting live and direct from Revenue Rocket World Headquarters in Bloomington, Minnesota. I'm Mike Harbath, President and CEO of Revenue Rocket. For those of you that tune in regularly, you know that Revenue Rocket is the premier growth strategy and M&A advisory uh, firm for tech-enabled services companies worldwide. Uh, with me today is my partner, Ryan Barnett. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate to uh, uh, keep on rolling with these podcasts and uh, keeping our users and our clients and listeners engaged. So uh, today, you know, it's really, really easy to be flooded with a lot of information. And there seems like there's uh, points along the way that makes you question a little bit of everything. And sometimes it's hard just to to come up with a decision. So, Mike, I want to talk to you today about uh, really the importance of making a decision and why, you know, why is that critical for IT services uh, leaders today? And what are some things that they can do of, of maybe around big points of decision that can help go from inaction to action? So, Mike, uh, take it away. Yeah, you know, when we were uh, chatting about this uh, kind of around the water cooler, which we do here time to time, you know, it struck me that many folks in, in and around our industry and in the business struggle with, you know, making a decision. And oftentimes that delay in making a decision or feeling that you need to have more information to make a decision gets in the way of them successfully growing and prospering in their business. And so I guess what I would encourage folks is they sort of think about their own decision matrix and how they evaluate either working with a vendor like Revenue Rocket or whether it be making a decision about a new hire or making investment in their own business is that they try to make an informed decision without fear because fear will cause you to freeze your decision usually and may cause you to make no decision at all, which we think is the worst path. So we want to encourage people to proceed with confidence Gather the information, gather the critical data points, and proceed with confidence and make timely decisions. And I think if you work on that inside your business and your personal life, you'll have a lot less stress and you'll be a lot happier. I know this is a work in, has been a work in progress for me my whole life. And, you know, it's personal uh, to me that you have to think about, you know, what what do you do when the big decisions come? And I think, you know, some of the things I've learned along the way are you want to gather the facts, uh, you want to gather input from knowledgeable advisors, and then you want to make a decision. And whether that be yes or no or, you know, do or don't or whatever, and that should happen in a reasonable period of time. And you should tend to avoid groupthink. You don't want to get sucked into that. And you want to try to not make decisions based on fear, but based on information. I think part of this is, is our, the audience that we work with. So we've got some brilliant technologists who have explored and understand a, a myriad of different opportunities within the technical world. And, and when you have that much choice and that much flexibility and the ability to kind of evaluate so many things, oftentimes that, that mode of thinking can lead to a bit of uh, analysis paralysis. In, in reality, if you're thinking in, in the mergers and acquisition space, some of those decisions are absolutely critical, but time is always against you, and time will always kill it. Uh, kill, it kills all deals. 
but sometimes making the decision to move forward is as important as making uh, no decision. The same with just getting to resolution. Uh, if you're working through accounts or you're working through uh, some questions, letting something hang out there because uh, perhaps you don't want to deal with it or it's an emotionally charged issue or something you're just kind of tired of dealing with. Uh, it's really critical to get to those items and, and, and work through them. There are some things where it's actually uh, important to get something done and understand that uh, getting through the gate may be more important than the, than, uh, than what's on the paper. I'll give a good example in that uh, in a letter of intent in the merging acquisition space are most often non-binding. So there are things that are written within a letter of intent that will be changed many times before the purchase agreement. And it's better to make decisions on a general guideline and get something in front of a user than to try to um, optimize that letter of intent uh, in uh, yeah, at that, that, that moment in time. Mike, any thoughts around that? No, I, I think, uh, you know, it's an important, it's an important thing, right? It's important to be in the moment and be present, you know, in these decisions. Um, and I think it's important to, especially for the big decisions, you know, really lean on advisors that are not emotionally attached. It's easy to get into, sort of a mode of being emotional about big decisions and worrying about, you know, what happens if, what if, you know, we fail? What if we miscalculate? What if we, you know, buy this company and it, it's not what it's supposed to be? What if, what if, what if? I think oftentimes we don't ask what if we're going to be wildly successful, right? What if everything goes as planned? What if, you know, we tend to be more worried about the bad outcomes and we sort of ruminate on them. And oftentimes that leads to, you know, challenges and making those calls. So I think a balanced approach, I think one that um, is fairly binary once the information is gathered is where it's all at. Yeah. And, and you're not advocating making a decision uh, without uh, knowledge. So in the case of a letter of intent, it's critical to get a valuation done first uh, before you issue a letter of intent to buy a company and to, to clearly evaluate deal terms and to clearly evaluate the structure and enterprise value uh, in regards to what can be a win-win deal for everyone. So, uh, But actually making the decision to move forward and to actually execute uh, the the, uh, the the contracts is sometimes uh, just as important and, and as the deal flow itself. Um, Mike, there's so other you know big decisions out there, things like um, hiring and firing uh, employees, or bringing on the choice to bring on a, a, a client, or evaluating vendors. Uh, you know, are there some tips that you can give users to help uh, make some of these decisions, or are uh, just in general dinner philosophies that have been successful in uh, what you've seen in, in doing uh, uh, merchant acquisition transactions? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, leaning in on the hard decisions um, and being thoughtful about them um, is, 
you know, important. I, I will tell you that you will make mistakes. You will make hiring and firing decision mistakes. You'll make M&A mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. People make mistakes. We all do. Certainly, we learn a lot from them, right? Um, so it's not like that is a, you know, going to have a terrible outcome in its own right, per se. Um, I think if you're going to continue to learn and expand, you have to be open to the fact that, um, you know, if you make the wrong decision and it turns out poorly, the experience that you gain from that probably will flavor those kinds of decisions for the rest of your life and make you ultimately a better decision maker or a better, um, you know, you'll, you'll have what, it, what the cold, you know, the learned lesson, if you will. Some people call it the, you know, business, the street MBA. Um, some of those lessons are very, very valuable um, to be gained in the context of M&A or in the context of, um, you know, in the in the context of hiring and firing or making investments or whatever they might be. Um, they help you be better. And I think in the end, you can't, you know, forget about that, that, you know, if you take the risk to make a decision, um you know, you have a fairly, you know, it may turn out well, it may not, right? Just based on how informed that decision was at the time. But you have to be okay with that going into it. I think in the end, even if it was a mistake, you knew going in that that was a risk. And you can't beat yourself up for that. You just have to learn from it uh, and move on and, and um, you know, know that, should that decision come around again, you're going to probably make a better one based on that experience. No, very true. And one area that uh, we seem to run into a lot when it comes to uh, M&A is oftentimes uh, people making no decision. Uh, we see that as a, you know, in our world, that's almost the, the biggest uh, competitor is someone deciding to not do something. Uh, but if someone, if you decide not to do something or not to move forward, uh, it's also helpful just to let people know. So you may have come to a conclusion that you're not willing to do something. Uh, it, uh, it's worse if you just go dark and don't respond to something than to simply say uh, a courteous no and uh, I move on. So even if you have made a decision, communicating that decision is often critical as well. Well, I'd say it's a it's a requirement to being an effective leader, to be an effective business leader, is to notify the stakeholders of your decision and why you made the decision. Um, you know, it's pretty important of that, and it can even be as simply as, hey, I changed my mind is why I made that decision. That's okay. But I think effective leaders do a good job of communicating kind of where they're at and what their decisions are. And they're not wishy-washy about it, right? They're not like, well, maybe, and if this happened and, you know, certain things occurred and then I might think about it, you know, that's not necessarily the best path. And so I think it's important to be forthright and upfront with people and as appropriate involve them in the decision. But more importantly, if the decision has to be made in favor of doing something or not, uh, it's important that you notify all the stakeholders of that decision uh, so that they know how to, you know, specifically react to that and move forward. 
Mike, those are kind of the big questions I have. This is, I know, a, an area of passion for you. Uh, uh, I'll leave it to you to, to wrap it up. Thanks, Ryan. Well, all I can say is what's based in inaction or indecision oftentimes is fear. And we shouldn't live a life of fear and high stress, right? Usually fear and high stress are correlated. And, you know, I would encourage everyone to uh, focus on making informed and timely decisions to communicate them to the stakeholders and to be, you know, at peace with those decisions, regardless of their outcome, whether they be uh, work out as planned or not. Because you know going into some of those difficult decisions um, that they may work out and they may not work out. And then even if they don't work out as planned, there's going to be some learned lessons along the way that should help you in further negotiations or decision-making. And so with that, We'll tie a ribbon on it for this week's Shoot the Moon podcast in March of 2023. We encourage you to tune in uh, next week for more uh, thoughts and ruminations on how to grow your IT services company and how to facilitate successful M&A deals. Make it a great week.